You're listening to Bon Jovi. No, you're not. You're listening to the Perfect Ten podcast. We are back. It is January 2024. 2024. A whole new year. Yeah. We're still here. We survived. This is Classic Rock episode, as you can probably tell from Bon Jovi being played in the background. Um, I don't don't know. It's a very broad topic, though, is it? Does does Bon Jovi really narrow it down? Well, yeah, we discussed this, didn't we? Off record. Yeah. Where does Classic Rock start and where does it end? It used to be Dad Rock, didn't it? But but Dad Rock is not you're you're a dad exactly yeah and I, as much as I listen to this my Dad Rock is only thirty years old it's not fifty years old at this point yeah yeah, yeah. well it still is so is Dad Rock what the music that your dad listens to yeah so it's Granddad Rock for me mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it it's Granddad Rock now it's Granddad Rock yeah God that's depressing yeah well, I thought that on the way here like, I don't this... think my granddad likes music <laughs> I don't I've, I don't think I've ever heard him listen to music in his life my granddad liked Roy Orbison. Listen to that in a lot in car and Elvis. Silence. But then that's even earlier than this stuff, isn't it? This is that's the sixties, I guess. Yeah. Early sixties. This is later sixties. We're going to go mainly from the. I imagine my da- my granddad must have been listening to Big Bang Band and Swing. <laughs> the Jive. Yeah, Glen Campbell. Yeah. So we're going mainly, I guess, seventies, really. On both our playlists, I think we're we're pretty. We tried to put. Firm. We tried to. Put, I think I've got more sixty stuff in mine. You probably yeah. You've probably got earlier stuff than me. I think. But then also maybe. It's mainly sixties, isn't it? It's mainly seventies, sorry, isn't it? Yeah, we do have an issue with some of the uh, classic rock playlists on Spotify. <laughs> some of the pre-made ones, including such classic rock bands as Green Day and, <laughs> <laughs> and Nirvana, who very much killed classic rock. Very much killed bands like Bon Jovi. Yeah, <laughs> when grunge came along, thank God. Which was what about thirty years ago at this point? Early nineties, ninety-two, ninety-three. That's depressing, isn't it? So yeah, we're listening to songs that are almost sixty years old for this podcast. But anyway, uh, do you want to start? Do you want to start? Uh, I'll start. Yeah, let's go. We'll we'll shut Bon Jovi off, and we'll start listening to a bit of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Let's turn it up a bit. Quite a short track for a classic rock track, only two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two minutes twenty-one. Had to earn some time back. <laughs> Yours is a shockingly short forty-seven minutes. Your your playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because I've not got prog on mine. <laughs> I've got one almost ten-minute track on my yeah, playlist. Yeah. Uh, I was I was really trying to keep it short as well on some of these. It's gonna be a long pod, guys. It is. Yeah. Settle in. So, Clint's Clearwater Revival for me. They're the Vietnam band. They're played in all the Vietnam films. They're always <laughs> on there. <laughs> this song for me is the um, it's the football chant song. All right, yeah, yeah. Just it's like it. every single football chant is to this tune. Yeah, well, not every, but, you know, yeah. The, the, the most the popular ones. 1969. This is from Rockabilly genre, apparently. <laughs> it's very catchy, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of like country rock, right? Yeah, yeah, it it's is. Got some slight, it's got some country vibes. It's got a little. It's like early Kings of Leon before they sold out. Became rock bands. <coughs> before they became a stadium band. Yeah, yeah. It's just very nice, though, isn't it? This. Yeah, just plods away. It's really good. So they've got twenty-nine million monthly lessons, which is quite impressive. For a band that came out in the 60s. Yeah. As we said before, I mean, 
this is what their third most popular song. Fortunate Sons. Having songs that have. Do you know what? They've got two songs over a billion plays. And as people who did a billion a yep. billionaire episode. Yeah. The oldies don't get the billion plays. No, I'll be shocked if more than sort of three or four of these on our, both of our list combined are over a billion. They're really short songs, they're all their songs. Yeah. Only what they were doing. They're yeah, early yeah. they're early pop punk. <laughs> pop punk before it was cool. Now, a nine minute classic from me. Leonard Skinner. This is Freebird. Which, yeah, is nowhere near a billion. <sighs> Only about halfway there. There's quite a lot of them in their band. That's too many. That is a lot of people, isn't it? Um, Who knew they were about? I thought it was just a person. <laughs> this is from the Pronounced album. So they're around from 64. Uh, still present, apparently. Still going. It was the Van Zant brothers. Uh, but I'm pretty sure there was a plane crash or something like that where some of them died. So to be clear, there's no person called Leonard Skinner. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it was the Van Zant. So Johnny Van Zant is the lead vocalist. Every day's a school day, right? There you go. You're learning. <laughs> this one takes a while to get going. Yeah. Um, it's nine minutes long. Yeah, yeah. They they didn't have to worry about quick intros and streaming. In there. <laughs> no. You can do what you want. There is a ten-minute version. When did Freebird? When did Freebird? When was uh, it released? Nineteen seventy-four. November nineteen seventy-four. Yeah, a lot of cocaine kicking around. Not oh a lot yeah, of yeah, massively. There is a single version, which is four minutes. It's got some very, um, some very big, uh, some very strong B in our energies. <laughs> what's, what's the What's the one? Yeah, it was an early what's sign. What's the one linking it? factor? <laughs> we all know. This is a. Um, this is on Guitar Hero, this one, and there's videos of people trying to play it on like the extreme level, like the hardest level on the game, and it's just impossible because the, the second half of this song is mental. <laughs> they had to bring in additional people for the live version to play all the guitar parts on stage. Well, that's cheating, isn't it? <laughs> they had to bring an extra bassist, guitarist, and drummer in. Like, if you need an extra drummer... An extra live drummer? Show. Yeah. <laughs> just for the live version. I don't think any of these songs really troubled the charts, did they? Any of our songs? Yeah. No, I mean... I don't think charts were a massive thing. And also rock was a sub-genre at this point. Yeah. So yeah, this does take a while to get going. I can jump forward. No, no, no. Let it go. Let it go. This came number 407 in the Rolling Stones greatest 500 greatest rock songs of all time. 500 is too many. It is. Like, who's reading that list? <laughs> it was named 26 best hard rock song of all time by VH1. This is hard rock, is it? It becomes hard rock later on. <laughs> At the minute, it's quite country. Well, it's just sl- slow. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it does, it does get better. It gets better. <laughs> <laughs> by better, I mean quicker. I like this, so... Dolly Parton covered a flea bird <laughs> on her 49th studio album Rockstar. 49th studio album. Yeah, I mean, that woman's... Christ. Yeah. She's that was released got... last... That was released two months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She released a rock album, didn't she? Well, I need to listen to this. Yeah, do you, though? Mm-hmm. Freebird's not Did on Did you it. watch her um, performing at the... Um, <clears throat> in that Cowboys halftime show? 
<laughs> yes, I did. I've seen that. Yeah. Everyone else ignoring the fact that she couldn't hold herself. She was had to hold herself yeah. up. Yeah. Have you seen that Madonna video on social media this week where she's bouncing up and down trying to grind, but she's having to hold onto a bar behind her because she's now like in her sixties and can't do it anymore. <sighs> does she have children? Because if she does, that's just sad, isn't it? I'm sorry, this Dolly Parton record's got 30 tracks on it. <laughs> what the hell? Madonna's 65, and she has six children. Christ almighty. Six children? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's shocking. Let's see if it's uh, made its way into just the gifts. Yeah. Might be on X somewhere. Yeah, but, but X is so unworkable now that if you're not logged in, you can't use, you can't even interact with it. Yeah. So I don't. No, don't blame you. It's a, I made my choices. It's a, it's a horrible place. <laughs> to an extent, they made them for me. And well, we're both yeah, okay with true. It. Right, so we're five minutes in. Here we go. The song starts now. This is where the guitar solo starts. And the guitar solo will finish in another four and a half minutes' time. It's not a guitar solo if he's singing over it, Ross. I hope <sighs> to be. That's true, really. Here we go. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the singing. Now you've got four and a half minutes of pure. <laughs> you can actually see them in concert with ZZ Top. And who? Blackstone Cherry. I'm alright. It's impressive guitar work. I'm going to turn it up. Plane crash, 1977, which killed the main guitarist, another member of the band, and his sister, who's one of the group's backing vocalists. The cause of the crash was early, either fuel shortage or a fault with the plane's mechanics. There you go. Either, just. Yeah. We don't know, we're guessing. The second half of this is impossible to play on guitar hero, it's too it's too quick. There's too many things on the screen at once. Yeah, I can imagine. There was a lot going on there, isn't there? Yeah. Still got another two minutes this yep. <laughs> Give the people what they want. 
Anyway, just on our screen, just for the benefit of me and Adam, this is the Guitar Hero <laughs> <sighs> on Expert. <laughs> Could never deal with the fifth finger. No, four is fine. That fifth one, you yeah, had to yeah, move yeah. your hand up and down. Yeah. No, wasn't happening. Same deal. Four, I could just about, I could vibe with. Yeah. And it flips to the fifth of the other. <laughs> no. I might be almost in time with the video. That's fine. This doesn't look particularly expert, but I think it gets even harder. <laughs> Think about how awful this would sound to someone watching it as well, because the amount of clicking. Oh yeah, I remember. So many notes. <laughs> I remember being at my mate's house. You know, Sean. Yeah. Uh, he used to live with Dave and our friend Mark. Uh, Mark used to work nights with me, and I went around their house one day when Mark had been working nights number four. And it was me, Sean, and Dave playing Guitar Hero. Me and Sean on guitar, Dave singing, and Sean, Sean would click his guitar up and down, make so much noise. The mark came down and went, will you sh fucking shut up clicking that fucking guitar? Alright, <laughs> uh, there we go, I think we've almost finished. Yeah, yeah I've got some bad news for you. <laughs> got a nice short track coming up now as well. <laughs> this is the Who, obviously. Won't get fooled again. He just looks like a wrong, doesn't he? Who, Pete Townsend? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he is, didn't he? Yeah, it was just for research, though, isn't it? <laughs> Obviously. Let's see what he actually did. I was looking at child porn. Was he on another one but dropped his, his PC off at PC World and. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Personal life. I think. Legal issues. I think that when you're in the. Um, if you're in the sort of the the child porn game, yeah. If your PC breaks, yeah, it's a new PC. Yeah, you set fire to that. Yeah. And you never you never take it anywhere. <laughs> you put that in your loft, and it gets found after you've died. You go full Savile on it. You don't. You don't Either that, into it. or a lucrative sort of thing to get into would be to be the IT person for that sort of. You could get into the if you got into it because you could charge what you wanted. You could be Operation New Trees IT guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a lucrative market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and all you're doing is fixing sort of like... You're not engaging. No, you don't have to look at it. You just need you're to just, make them work again. You're just, you're just fixing printer issues. Yeah. Um, My PC's running really slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The corner downloaded. <laughs> You've got some viruses. We can get rid of them. It's Where did you get it from? The dark web? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've why'd, got some viruses. Why did you get it from the dark web? <laughs> Any reason? No, just sort it out. Just it's all conventional stuff, don't <laughs> Townsend accepted a caution from the Met Police as part of Operation Or, a major investigation on child sex abuse images. He tried to claim it was research for a book. Yeah, it is a What book? Mr Townsend Who wants not... Who wants a book? <laughs> who wants a book on child porn from Pete Townsend? Yeah, who was who niche. was asking for that? That is a niche product. <laughs> <laughs> Claim to access the images as research in a campaign against child sexual abuse specifically to prove that British banks were complicit in channeling the profits from paedophile rings but that is a stretch <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> they played the Super Bowl after the, that as well didn't they how did they play the Super Bowl 
It yeah. feels like fairly recently they played the Super Bowl. No, it was ages ago. Was it? Yeah. It's sexuality. Why is that a question about sexuality? Down, 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 down. Oh, there. Oh, wow, okay. Townsend apparently acknowledges bisexuality. Okay. Referencing the song Rough Boys. Glass. He called the song a coming out an acknowledgement of the fact that he had a gay life. I'd had a gay life. Fair enough. Dick Townsend also stated he once felt sexually attracted to Mick Jagger. And again, that's niche. I don't think Mick's a particularly handsome man. Ah, oh, but come on, when he, he was more handsome in his pomp. He never, he'd never do it for me. I'm honest. No, no, no. No, I'm quite more of a Keith man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that drunken uh, pirate image. When did they play something? I'm curious now. Because I've definitely watched it, so it's in sort of the last sort That of whole um, being sexually attracted to Mick Jagger, but you know, that sort of has very much like Creed in the Office vibes of like being a hippie in the mud and sort of like <laughs> make, making making love to many people. Sure, maybe a dude might have slipped in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I reckon. It's going to take forever for me to find this, isn't it? Well, I reckon you'd be easier looking for Super Bowl halftime performances. Yeah. And I reckon it's early noughties. I think you're about right, yeah. Mm-hmm. 2000 was Phil Collins, Christine Aguilera, and Gre- Enrique Iglesias, and Tony Braxton. What? 2002 was UT. Yeah. I Twain and No Doubt. Oh my god, we missed some bangers. We had to sit through fucking Rihanna last year. The Who, 2010. Okay, more recent than I would they have expected. Played five tracks. I say that. I mean, when your songs are eight minutes long each, <laughs> you're going to be running short, short And you've only got like it. a 20 minute window. Yeah. It is. Followed by the Black Eyed Peas and Madonna. That's a gear change, isn't it? It is. Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Coldplay, Lady Gaga. Maroon 5, I forgot all about that. Yeah, I haven't. I've never seen that one. The weekend, I didn't watch that one. That was awful. I watched Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, that was quite good. That was alright. And then, yeah, Rihanna last year. Usher? Yeah. <sighs> Look how many songs Rihanna did last year. <laughs> that is too many. I didn't know the weekend had that many songs. We did a whole bit where we got lost in a hall of mirrors, so. Uh, yeah. It was just bad. How long was Shakira and Jennifer Lopez on stage for? Because that is a lot of drama. Wacka wacka, it's time for Africa. Brilliant, and Super Bowl halftime. Through the World Cup. <laughs> I'm still really confused why the Colombian woman did the song like this. <laughs> yeah, all about the Africa. 2010 World Cup. They, had a, they loved their classic rock. Yeah, 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 it's proving that's all, all it was. Noughties. Paul McCartney, Rolling Stones, Prince, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, that was good. Bruce and the E Street Band. I feel like I saw the Tom Petty one. Is that, um. Is that one of the Giants? 2008, yeah. Yeah, I watched that at uni, I think. P. Diddy, Nelly, Justin Timberlake, we all remember that one, right? Um, we have gone rogue here, though. What's your thoughts on the tr- on the hay? And the, the uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cracking channel. They're sort of their big hits, I like. But outside of that, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Never sort of a who. I'm kind of a hits band with them. Yeah. 
And at the top four, basically on Spotify, Barbara O'Reilly behind Blue Eyes, Pin the Wizard, and Ford again. That sort of. Do you prefer the Limp Bizkit version of Behind Blue Eyes? <laughs> God no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need my Fred Durst to be giving me ballads, really. The Seeker's good, actually. And my generation. My generation, yeah. And who are you? If you you know that. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were good. There's no doubt about that. They were very good. But in the seventies, I'd always pick sort of Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin, ACDC over them. Right, do we need a minute of organ music? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if it goes anywhere though, does it? Does it come back in? I think it's a bit more. I think there's a little bit of drumming. Yeah. Great drumming. Yeah. There we go. Because now you get the CSI Miami bit. <laughs> yes. It's quite late in that track for that, isn't it? Yeah, they can. They, they know us. You gotta give some. Gotta you gotta keep. give them something to keep them hooked. <laughs> give them a reason to stay. Yeah. All right. We've been recording for twenty-one minutes, and we are. On three songs in. <laughs> I'd like to say it gets quicker, but I've still got two seven and a half minute tracks, uh, a six minute. Track. Maybe we won't listen to all of the long songs. <laughs> you recognise that one, definitely. It's got to be a drum at the end, right? Yeah, of course there is. <laughs> This is Flavor Mac. This is the chain off of Rumours. <clears throat> now, I'll tell you why. Now, we're in the, we are well and truly in the realm of dad rock. Oh, yeah. And also, the kind of dad rock we're into now yeah. is that kind of dad rock that would be on um, those um, like Top Gear driving CDs yes. that would <laughs> come out around about Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, it, yeah, this is absolutely. This is well in. This is the possibly the opening track on every single one of them. Yeah, yeah. Some very, <laughs> some very uh, blue, blue denim boot cut. Yeah, look at them. Look at them. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the person listening. Oh to yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, this is probably one of Jeremy Clarkson's favorite songs. I reckon he's a massive fan of Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> So much cocaine. Oh yeah, hugely. The documentary, I watched the documentary about, them. about them. Yeah, about the is it this album, the Rumours album making uh, of it? I think it was a whole Fleetwood Mac documentary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just incredible amounts of cocaine. They made some fantastic songs though. Like this, they transitioned from a blues band. They're a proper bluesy. They have of... one of the and, and they're responsible for one of the best jokes in a TV show I think there ever is, which is the one so. in. Uh, in the opening episode of Flight of the Concords. Oh, yes. When, <laughs> when it was like, to finish get yourself into a little love triangle situation. <laughs> like Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. But they did make some of their best music when that was happening. <laughs> Rumours? Well, that's true. Yes. It's all true, actually. They did. 
<laughs> Just superb. Yeah, we'll find out on YouTube and play out. Because, <laughs> yeah, they've got like definitive eras on Wikipedia. They're a full-on bluesy band to start with, and then Peter Green, who was the kind of the main guy behind Fleetwood Mac, left, and then Mick Fleetwood took over. Who was the drummer and always, always has been the drummer. And then they brought Stevie Nicks in and Lindsay Buckingham. And the drummer became... should never be in charge. No, Phil Collins got some big ideas after seeing Mick Fleetwood, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> See, so you're telling me this is Fleetwood Mac's <laughs> fault. <laughs> They're who I need to blame, right? <laughs> they, are, they are so good, definitely. I've seen them live. I saw them at the Royal Albert Hall with my dad. And we were sat right at the back, but my ears hurt for three or four days after. I mean, there's no back at the Royal so Albert Hall. Loud. No. <laughs> when we went to go see Elf the other day, we were at the back, but it was... Yeah, it's all one back, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, we were on the side more, to be fair, but... Yeah. Super bass. Is it a different song now? Almost. It's basically two songs. Yeah, because this becomes a, more of a, a quite a guitar end to this track. Anyone that watched Formula One in the 90s will recognise this part of the song. But we are very much now into the realm of... Um, well, this whole period, we are talking about... Like, everything's a bit grandiose. Everything is... There is that prog influence. Yep. And, like, in a world where you released an album yeah and it was on vinyl they were the, the option was vinyl vinyl or vinyl yeah. <laughs> yeah you didn't have to put in track markers so in some ways Spotify is not built to handle yeah so there's this what... stuff CDs weren't because these songs don't have well these albums sorry don't have this these definitive start and stop points in them. Yeah. You just put it on and it would just play through. And... It's quite a short album, really. Rumors. There we go. Bit of Rolling Stones. Oh, it's so good. This is obviously Sympathy for the Devil. I'll turn it up as soon as Mick starts singing. Covered, of course, by Guns N' Roses. Which led to the breakup of Guns N' Roses. I've been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul and faith. I was around when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt. Brilliant lyrics to this. Oh, the lyrics are excellent. They're so good, aren't they? But I just hear, also love that groove. You can hear all parts of it. You can hear the piano, you can hear the bass. Yeah. And that the just percussion. constant. Yeah, just constant all the way through. And when the guitar kicks in in the second well, it's the half way the bass and the percussion work together. Sorry, that is a true rhythm section. Yeah. Because. It feels like you say it's like that, but it's also that you feeling that rhythm from the. But it's yeah, yeah. I think because my dad was never a Rolling Stones fan, I've never sort of 
got in some. I got so- some big tunes, man. Yeah, I mean, this is huge. I like uh, Painted Black. Painted Black. Give me shelter. I don't really like Satisfaction or Start Me Up. Well, they got there you go, over a billion though for Painted Black. Nature. That's funny. I wouldn't have thought of Painted Black as being their biggest song. No, I would have yeah. thought sort of Satisfaction. Yeah, or even Give Me Shelter. You know this. Then they released an album a few weeks ago. Yeah, Hackney Diamonds in 2023. Still got a seven-minute track on there. Of course they have. Is it new music? Yeah. Because well, what I was about to say is interesting about the Stones is that they're a band that have been around since what 1962. Yeah. Um. And I think, and you, they've been touring all that time. That's 62 years. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. And if you go and see them live, they don't play any anything past like 1970. No. They just just play all the hits. They're like, just a machine. Stopped making it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen 70s. them live. Yeah, I saw them at Isle of Wight in I want to say 2006. Um, and it was just a vibe. Yeah. 2006, 2007, 2000, 2007, perhaps. Yeah, I think it was 2007. I love that guitar riff in the background. Yeah, I imagine they still absolutely bring it on stage because ridiculous energy for men of that age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they very much have that. Um, oh, is Mick now, they very much have that. He had a kid the other day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> they Age very children. They, he very much has the. Uh... Oh, he's Sir Mick Jagger. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. <laughs> and Keith, is, isn't it? Keith. Keith. Keith is Sir as well. Scroll up, you'll see at the top. No. That feels harsh. I am um, maybe Keith turned it down. Yeah. Maybe he's got some morals. <laughs> um Neither's Ronnie. Oh god. They very much have that drugs have separated the wheat from the chaff here. Yes. And they are very much the wheat. Yeah. Ronnie Wood seventy six, Keith and Mick are both eighty years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Keith is essentially still, like, they've gone two different ways of it, right? Uh, has Keith slowed down? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but Did I'm we... pretty sure that Keith, that, um, that Mick is pretty straight-laced now, right? Yeah. Runs 5k every day or whatever this shit is. Mental. I listened to Keith's auto, um, autobiography on audiobook a few years back, which is not um, voiced by him. It's voiced by someone doing a really bad... I think it might even have been Johnny Depp, you know. Really <laughs> bad. Um, like, is it on it or is it what it be? I think you either want it to be by him or you don't want it at all. You don't want someone to pretend. Yeah, where's the audiobook version of this? Scroll down, it might have information about it. Production, publication, reception. Ah. Hold on. The audiobook, Life 1 2 Awards. Ah, I need more info. But scroll up into into publication. Is it part of publication? Yes, there it is. It is Johnny Depp. Yeah. 
And it's Johnny Depp in full Jack Sparrow mode. I'm a drunk pirate. <laughs> Just really normally. <laughs> Johnny Depp's got a lovely voice. <laughs> yeah, the life of... Um, my dad has a photo of him um, uh, on like the knee of a rolling stone. Oh. They went to a party at my nan's house after a gig sometime in like the early 60s. Oh, wow. Uh, <clears throat> and he was like super young. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a wild example of some of the bad decisions my nan made. <laughs> sort of just... Switching gears slightly. To pretentious art rock. I just really hate them. Oh, what? I don't know how. Yeah. Pink are fucking brilliant. They're, they're not, though, are they? They are. This one, especially. It's got two guitar solos in it. Dave Gilmore was fantastic. So Roger Waters is the incredibly political guy. He. I'm aware of who they are. Yeah. You're not my first friend to try and force. <laughs> force fucking. Uh, Pink Floyd down my throat. Oh god, I could listen to Floyd all day. Not this isn't my first rodeo, my friend. Start of '65. Again, they have two eras as well. They have the Sid Barrett massively high on LSD all the time era, um, and then he saw he just disappeared one day, just walked out and never came back. So they carried on, sort of with Roger Waters taking over control, basically. And went in a different way with sort of this album, Dark Side of the Moon. <coughs> Wish We Were Here, which is my favourite album of all time. Which only has five tracks on it, I think. And it's what, four hours long? <laughs> 44 minutes. <laughs> What's the track listed? Yeah, five tracks. 13 minutes. 12 minutes. The parts, one One side five. has two songs. Yeah. That's uh, a 13 minute track that has no and I want to point out, nine minute mark. I want to point out also that they're split up into, apparently into parts. Yeah. And the last song on the second part is the same song. It's the second half of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could argue there's four songs on this album. Yeah. And the first track and final track combined are 25 minutes. Yeah. 26 minutes almost. Is it too long? Who's to say? <laughs> no. Me, yes. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Look, five, nothing less than five out of five. Yeah, but a little pretentious little. <laughs> so I've watched the live performance of Live in Pompeii, I think it is. At the end of this. In Pompeii? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, why not make it more pretentious than oh, possible? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Should we do Hyde Park? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Pompeii, mate. Probably a volcano, I guess. Um... How close to Vesuvius can we get? <laughs> The second part of this, the second guitar solo, which finishes this song, Dave Gilmore stood on top of like a wall almost of a massive like moon behind him. It just looks fucking amazing. It looks epic. Whilst he's playing a really wicked solo. But I do get why people wouldn't like it. It isn't for everyone. That's yeah. very, very obvious. I'm making that abundantly clear. <laughs> Throwing my toys out of the pram. So you wouldn't want to go and see a cover band with me, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I would not want to go see the Australian Pink Floyd. Oh, they are so fucking good. I've what seen them the four times. Called? What's the other one called? I don't know. I've only two, seen the Pink The Australian Floyd. one are really, and there's another one that are really well yeah. regarded, right? 
Yeah. But that was because of all that time when they weren't playing. Yeah. Basically the 80s. But then they did Live 8. Yeah. It's 85 to present. It's the Gilmore-led era. But Ozzy Floyd are great. <laughs> There's not many things that make me wish I was a stoner in the 70s and 60s, but it's Pink Floyd's music. It certainly does. You just want to get... You just want to get absolutely baked, put your big headphones on and oh. sit in your beanbag chair. Yeah. Very much the Homer Simpson vibe. So, yeah, but he's going, sugar, do, 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 <laughs> yeah. do. Oh, honey, honey, do, 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 do. Better song. Better song. You are my candy girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, the moon landing is going on. I want to see where this came in the top 500 <laughs> greatest songs, wherever it's called. Oh, it's probably like nine. I reckon it's pretty high, yeah. The Scissor Sisters covered it. <laughs> this guitar solo is great. I like Pink Floyd or not, this is good rock music. You're telling me I could be listening to a Scissor Sisters version of this, but instead... It's not as good as Toxic though, apparently, or Britney Spears. It lost the Grammy. Of course it isn't. <laughs> Best dance recording. What is better than Toxic? Is Toxic a dance recording? Surely it's just pop. The two guitar solos are ranked as the greatest guitar solos of all time by Planet Rock listeners. Billboard ranked this song number four in the list of greatest Pink Floyd songs. Greatest Pink Floyd songs? So it's not even in the top... Three Pink Floyd songs nah, by Billboard readers. It doesn't is even the best. Doesn't even get. A, doesn't even get a bronze medal. Us. <laughs> they also performed by Benedict Cumberbatch at the Love Royal Albert Hall in 2016. Say Weird. what? On the 2016 Rattle That Lock tour, the verses sung by John Karen. Ah, uh, so Benedict Cumberbatch sung a version of one of the choruses of this sure. song. Yeah, Sherlock. Sherlock, yeah. The same Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing so. There can't be more than one of them, you know? <laughs> Benedict Timothy Carlton Cumberbatch. That is a hell of a name. He went to private school, didn't he? I reckon he did. University of Manchester. The fact that it has birth, family, and schooling in his, as a thing on his. <laughs> An alma mater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, where we go next? Taking a full left turn here. Steve Miliband. So they've got like 7 million monthly listeners. Yeah. Are they all just listening to this song? Let's look at their top place <laughs> songs. Yes. 457 million. Because I couldn't have told you another one. No. Let's see if the Steve Miller band is still going. I bet they are. All these bands are still going. Yeah, yeah, Why wouldn't you be? If we just are still going, why wouldn't the Steve Miller band still be going? <laughs> yeah, true. Yep. 1966 to present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why worry about money when you can just turn up on stage, charge a fortune, yeah. and play some songs that you wrote 50 years ago? <laughs> There actually is a Steve Miller in a Steve Miller band as well. Better. <laughs> Much better. Because <laughs> I'm worrying, uh, like, did I, was I being thick thinking that 
Leonard Skinner was a person? <laughs> no, I always assumed he was until I sort of. Okay, glad it him wasn't further. just me, right? Yeah. Steve Miller Band's greatest hits are sold over 13 years. If there wasn't movies. a Steve Miller in the Steve Miller Band, it would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. How do you explain that? It's quite meta, isn't it? Though? Yeah. What would make it worse is if Steve, there wasn't even a Steve Miller. Like it wasn't even like it was based on a person. It's just two random names. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. This it's very inoffensive rock music. When was when was this released? I'm mean, sure you can find on here. Yeah, it's not very hard, is it? Come on. <laughs> there you go. Number one single. Why is he dressed up like a Power Ranger? I don't know. But in a leather jacket. Yeah. That is like a. Pa- it's not yeah. just me, right? Yeah? It's like the Green Ranger, but with a little bit of Spider Man yeah. <laughs> webbing at the top. Like a Spider It's like a mix between a Power Ranger and a Spider Man bad person. <laughs> but then yeah. they've got full on 70s hair. Yeah. They appear oh, yeah. to be wearing. A leather jacket, but shirtless? Is that chest hair? That must be chest hair, right? Well, not just chest. Mm-hmm. Maybe not hair, but... I don't know if it is. But where's the... But look up. Where's the collar, Ross? Hey, where is the collar? Because it just... That's a lot of neck, otherwise. If that's not a... <laughs> if that's not chest, that's a turtleneck. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> this song was covered by Fat Boy Slim and released as a single. Yeah, of course it was. I never knew that. 2005. I wasn't into Fatboy Slim in 2005, I'll be honest. It wasn't on my radar at that point. It's very different. It, it, it has a different vibe. I might have to listen to that. Oh, it's talking about drugs. Uh-oh. <gasps> Not that these bands did drugs, did they? Surely. Number one in Ireland. And Holland. In the 1990-1991 chart. I don't understand what that means. The chart of the year. It was the Ireland's favourite song, was it? Do you think, is this a re- it must have got re-released, because look at all those different countries where it's getting that yeah. chart. There's like a list of when it's been released now, isn't it? It's platinum. Five times platinum in the US. Lost control. I've lost control. Sorry. Um, we are with a bit of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. We're only on track four. <laughs> this is Mary Jane's last dance. Oh, drugs again. Yeah. Tom 
had to have a great joke about him in TV shows. Can't be in two bands at Last dance. My dad introduced me to this. He was a big Tom Petty fan. We were buying him the greatest hits on sort of double CD. Thinking, have they got that many like good songs? Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I knew. His interest in rock and roll began at the age of ten when he met Elvis Presley. Huh? Fair enough. I'll do it. So he would have been. It's nineteen sixty. In 1961, his uncle started working on a set of Presley's film, Follow the Dream. Yeah. But you haven't gone... Is, is, am I just out of, my, out of my depth here, or have you just not gone with the biggest... The biggest you haven't gone with your, your free falling, you haven't gone with your American girl? No, this is my favourite Tom Petty song. Yeah. Learning to Fly would probably be... Yeah. Learning to Fly or um, the others you mentioned would have been sort of the better ones to go with, but... This is my dad made me a CD of like songs from all the t- classic artists, and this is the one he put on there. So this is sort of my first introduction to Tom Petty. So it's always like my favourite of his tracks, I guess. Christmas songs, well, <laughs> yeah. Christmas songs are still ruining popular lists. Are a lot across, are a lot across artists all over the place. Yeah, they are. I was trying to listen to Elvis the other day, and four of his top five songs are Christmas songs. I don't want this. Give me the good not stuff. Even good either. <laughs> no, they're not. Not as Christmas. Though. And it's January. <laughs> yeah. Cracking solo. Though. When would this song have come out? Nineteen ninety-three single. Blimey. Late. Produced by Rick Rubin. But also about to be killed by... About to be made to look very silly by Grunge, right? Yeah, 93. <laughs> Late 93 as well, yeah. If it hasn't happened already. Yeah. Got to number one in the US mainstream rock. But yeah, Nirvana weren't troubling that chart word. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl Jam and the like... <laughs> Yeah, it just plays out. <coughs> we are going to have to speed this up, otherwise it's going to be as long as the podcast we've ever done. Yeah. Let's move on to your next track, Adam. Yeah. Ooh la la. Are the faces. So this is Rod Stewart before he became Rod Stewart, is it really? I'm assuming this he was in this band and then became a solo artist and... Who knows? Who knows? Just like the song, Russ. Yeah, here's a good song. You're teaching me. <laughs> it's not the faces, but it's just faces. A lot of reunions. 
<laughs> a lot of money to be made. True, yeah. Ronnie Wood. Always remember of the faces. Oh, there we go, we're learning. He could do what Tom Petty couldn't. Hang on. Past members. Mick Hucknall. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how has this passed me by for 40 years? When? His Wikipedia page is surprisingly small. Mick Hucknall. <laughs> You said you wanted to know more about Simply Red. Well, no. no. <laughs> the band had a unique arrangement as Rod Stewart signed a separate solo recording contract with Mercury. Band members would often contribute to Stewart's solo albums as contract players and faces live shows of the period would feature as much as solo Stewart material as that of the band, which later fueled tensions among them as they began to effectively be viewed as Stewart's backing band. Oof. But that one more of Ronnie Wood. Yeah. The group lacked a single main songwriter. As from the beginning, each band would work in tandem to offer songs of their albums. Stuart and Wood often wrote together as a duo. When did Ooh La La... What? Let's get some... Give us some Ooh La La his data. March 1973. Oh, that's the album. So yeah, I'm assuming the singles on this album. Yeah. Released March 73 as well. Yeah. Yeah, 1973. Folk, folk rock. Also, look, no Stuart on it. No. It's Ronnie Wood. Oh, I never knew that. I always assumed this was just Ross Stewart. Singing. I just, it was just the faces. They were just face, <laughs> faceless faces to me. I'm sure on Spotify there is like Rod Stewart and the faces. Nice and short though as well, over in a second. I'm getting it. I'm, I'm helping, helping add a bit of pace to it. <laughs> Stay with me is another good track they did. The top two tracks. Got to feel bad for the other two guys that have been cut out of the, the header of the faces on Spotify. Yeah, but if you're not Ronnie Wood or Rod Stewart, <laughs> what are you bringing to the table? Yeah, true. You're not getting focused on yeah. the film. <laughs> oh, when Steve Marriott left the small faces, the three remaining members brought in Ronnie Wood and Rod Stewart. Oh, so they're a band before. Brought in two megastars and then fell apart. Bit of Slade. Could have picked a few Slade tracks for this, but you've got to have a second song, haven't you? Yeah. If what if your first song is a Christmas yeah. song, you've got to have a second song. <laughs> Probably seen by most people as a bit of a joke band. Yeah. Slade. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Obviously, huge. Surprisingly slow, uh, low numbers. Yeah. I bet, I bet there's probably like a million. Different versions. Different versions of that knocking about. Yeah, My Oh My is a great track. This was, of course, covered by Oasis. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> what do you feel about the Oasis version? It's good, isn't it? I like the Oasis version. Yeah, it is good. Come on, feel the noise. 
I mean, this is just a great song. Yeah, it's just a good old rock song. Bottom of the third paragraph. Wolverhampton. <laughs> You're telling me that, that Bobby Bunch from from the Black Country? No, <laughs> I don't believe you. The Illustrated Encyclopedia of Music tells of Holder's powerful vocalist, vocals, guitarist Dave Hill's equally arresting dress sense, and the deliberate misspelling of their song titles. Come on, feel the noise of Mama, we're all crazy. Their original text speak. Before text speak was a thing. <laughs> Slade's career was unexpectedly revived when the band were asked to perform at Reading Festival in 1980 when Ozzy Osbourne pulled out at the last minute they were like we need someone from Birmingham <laughs> <laughs> yeah what are you doing what are you up to <laughs> nothing oh, shocking a lot of past members but let's be honest Slade is a one it's a noddy holder band yes I know they feel because of his hair but if you went to go see Slade and any of the other members were there, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, it could be anyone on stage, couldn't it? As long as Noddy's there. But if Noddy wasn't there, you'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing Slade. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a tribute band. It's like, let's be honest, if if if, if Liam and Noel were like, we're, gonna, we're bringing Oasis back together, yeah. you don't care who's playing the drums. <laughs> no. It could be anyone. Yeah, you don't care who's on bass machine. either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <A> drum machine. would <laughs> be fine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be, that would be Noel's dream. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> this song doesn't really go anywhere else past this. Yeah, but let it go. We've got time. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. It's only got like another minute to go. That's true. And Maybe. I'm enjoying it compared to the um, Pink Floyd debacle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to this quiz. Uh, in February. Surprisingly, just typing in T Rex into um, well, why Wikipedia. You <laughs> but it doesn't. You, people don't know why you're searching T Rex. I'm doing some, doing some dinosaur research <laughs> during the podcast. <laughs> Is it true that their vision was based solely on movement? <laughs> I just like looking at their arms. It's been enough. Makes you think about. I just like to think of the Ben Step Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I said I'd come back to it. Like, but Dad, you never could have been a dinosaur. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I what I'm saying is, don't forget you're in a dinosaur. I was looking through films to show Molly the other day, and I thought, can I show her that? No, I can't. There's so much. I mean, there's a ball bag in it. I can't show her that. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, yeah... And what the they um <laughs> You geriatric fuck yeah. <laughs> come down here. What I'm trying to say and you <laughs> give a fuck what you want And you write Daryl <laughs> Daryl and Brennan to check for ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it might be a little while before I show that one. Yeah. Uh T Rex. Do 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 get it on. Glam rock. Proper glam rock. Yeah. Massive. Uh, Does that say hair rock as well? Uh, make that psychedelic up. folk. <laughs> Made that up. Pop and rock. 
When I think of hair rock, I think of like Guns N' Roses and Bon Jovi. Van Halen. And, yeah, Van Halen. Yeah, I originally had a Van Halen track and I cut it. Did you? I wanted to put Eruption on there, but if you don't like the guitar solos or Pink Floyd, you won't like Eruption. It's just a five minute guitar solo. <laughs> I just decided that it just had a much different vibe to what I actually think of. I think that it's so outside classic rock that it yeah. is a different genre. Like that glam rock side where yeah. you've got the synths and the. It has a very 80s, distinctive 80s feel to it. Yeah. I thought a lot about putting Rush on here, but I don't... I think a lot of time, classic rock, you have to be able to st- sit here and be like, oh, I can hear the guitar, I can hear the drums, Yeah, I can hear the bass. It's not complicated music, really. Yeah, unless you play Pink Floyd. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't put Shrine on your Crazy Diamond on there. Right, that's 25 minutes. <laughs> Politely ask you to leave my house. <laughs> Three million monthly lessons for T Rex. Big in Sydney. And Melbourne. And Brisbane. Big in Australia. Big in Australia, yeah. (laughs) Must be their biggest track, right? Yeah, by a long way, surely. Yeah, huge. (laughs) 20th Century Boy. That's a good song. Yeah. I love the boogie. Rider Swan, but does tw- is 20th Century Boy having some um, being given an extra little boost by Placebo? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, people listen to it thinking, hang on a minute. People listen to Placebo and they're like, let's listen to the original. Yeah. But then is anyone listening to Placebo nowadays? <laughs> I've seen Placebo live about five times so I don't even really like Placebo. <laughs> There's a situation where Scott's taking me every time and I'm like... Oh. A girl I work with, Placebo, her, her boyfriend's favourite band. I've never met anyone who's they're their favourite band. I bet he really likes Muse as well. I bet he does actually. I'll have to ask him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark Boland died only 29 years old. That's oh, crazy, really. That's nothing. You want to take two off that, or you want to not do it at all, don't you? Yeah. Either, join the club, or either be in the club, yeah. or live to 80, live forever, or do, still perform. Yeah. Now. <laughs> either either join the club or be Mick Jagger. <laughs> No middle ground. Why was the picture of a tiny mini there? Is that what he died in? Bowden never learned to drive, fearing a premature death. He feared he would die before he was 30 years old. Despite his fear of cars and automotive components, he had a number of vehicles, including a white 1960s Rolls Royce. I don't care. Why do I care about that? Uh... He died in a car crash. In that Mini. Should have been in the Rolls Royce. There'd have been so much car in the way. But in the Mini, his legs were the, essentially the crumple zone. Yeah, he was a passenger. Driven by Gloria Jones as he headed home from Morton's Club Restaurant. Both had been drinking alcohol. And after she crossed a small humpback bridge, the car struck a post. When was this? 19... So drink driving had been made illegal by then. 1977, yeah. The crash site has become a shrine to his memory. Because that video where people wouldn't just be like... Was that on? Was that on Distant Pod on one of the Huffy Pods? Where did I see that? I don't know. Have you not seen it? The video. It's like a video of people being um, interviewed, like in the sixties, like nineteen sixty-five. Oh yeah. Basically being like, so um, are you going to stop drink driving? <laughs> Wouldn't have thought so. Even though the government says it's illegal, I think it's stupid. Other people get drunk. <laughs> I'm perfectly capable. Yeah. I like this woman that. who's furious, like yeah. 
Uh, so this is the Rain Song by Led Zeppelin. Could have gone on a lot of ways with Led Zeppelin. Buy it for this one. Yeah, me it's too. Softer. This is one of the most beautiful songs ever written. So, can you go back to your list a second? Sorry, I just want to. Okay, you haven't really got it. So, something that I came across, and I'll make this point a little bit. Maybe, no, leave this point. I'm going to come back to it at the very end when I can back it up. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm intrigued now. I just love everything about this song. I love Jimmy Page's guitar in. I love Robert Plant's voice in this as well. Page wrote the Rain song in response to George Harrison complaining to Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham that the group were unable to write ballads. Fair play. What complaints? Yeah. George was talking to Bonzo one evening and he said, the problem with you guys is you never do any ballads. I said, I'll give him a ballad and I wrote the Rain song. Is that a problem though? <laughs> no. I mean, you're a rock band. <laughs> The Beatles weren't writing many ballads at that point. In fact, you'll notice I even quote something in the song's first two chords. <laughs> it is very over the top, it's full on. Right, so hold on, I am going to make, make, slightly, make the point, a slightly different point, to, but I'll build on it. Yeah. Going off the lot he's saying there about, oh, you see, I quoted this in the. But a lot of the time we look at these rock stars. Yeah. <coughs> and we think of them as being incredibly cool. Yeah. Very petty children. And they're all just a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. Most rock stars are so <coughs> fucking nerdy. Yeah. Look at Brian May. Yeah. Hasn't he got a degree in, like. Astrophysics. Astrophysics, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But just they're real dorks. Like. Yeah. You'd think they'd be super And that's cool. why people like Jimmy Page are so good at playing. Because they're not really good at playing guitar because of all of the. Because the, they were sat in their fucking room. Yeah. He came across his. Jimmy Page came across his first guitar, a Spanish guitar. In the Miles Roadhouse. I don't know if, whether it was left behind by people in the house before us. Or as a friend of a family, nobody seemed to know why it was there. So we started playing lessons. <laughs> it's largely self-taught. It's not bad, is it? We're self-taught to be one of the best guitarists of all time. It's a very elaborate song, this one. But if that's if they're sort of trying to back up the you don't write ballads, then yeah, why not go for? A, a seven-minute ballad came out in '73. I would just say make it better. Weren't the Beatles gone by that point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but George Harrison was straight. Yeah, he was writing solo stuff, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> writing all those big ballads like you can call me out. <laughs> you know, lists of cover versions of Led Zeppelin songs, but that's quite extensive. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm not scrolling through all of that. It's massive. Dread Zeppelin. Are they covers if they're by the people that wrote them? That's not really a cover, is it? 
Jimmy Page and Robert Lyle can't cover their own song. <coughs> I mean, one Led Zeppelin can't play it. John Bonham's dead. <laughs> exactly. This is my um, favourite Zeppelin album, House of the Holy. It's not a bad album. Yeah. It's not a bad album. So it has a little bit of everything, really. Because the crunch is proper sort of heavy guitar rock. No quarters, a sprawling sort of epic song. Yeah. Is it mad that the song Houses of the Holy isn't on the album Houses of the Holy, though? <laughs> no. Bunch of fucking dorks. <laughs> These are massive dorks. They're well into Tolkien. Yeah. Look at those signs. and. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got a thing that's a feather. Yeah, if you've if you've got your each you, each member of your band has got their own symbol. Yeah. <laughs> Much like the other nerd queen. Yes. Who strange enough don't trouble with this list. No, I, I I cut queen. I remember you saying before you're not a queen fan, so I thought I won't put any queen on mine. I cut queen because I think that they are like a they're almost like a comedy band. They are at this point. No, the song goes nowhere for this last. But time how can you have a song like La- or like Radio Gaga and be like, "Oh yeah, we want to be taken seriously"? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. This is Adam's next track. This is Lola. By the Kings. Turn it out for a second. Oh, Coca Cola! You don't hear that version every day. <laughs> um, because you know the funny story about that. No. As in, like. The original song has Coca- has the song Tastes Just Like Coca-Cola. Yeah. And um, imagine if this song came out nowadays. There'd be like a huge trans debate about it. <laughs> it would, yeah. People would be losing their... The right <laughs> would be losing their mind. Yeah. And Walk on the Wilds. Imagine... Oh, um, Let's hope Joe Barton never finds classic rock. Right <laughs> <really> <laughs> um, <laughs> so my... I'm having to remember the story, but it has the taste just like Coca Cola, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Radio One were like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." nah. BBC, you're BBC not having, a, yeah, 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 you're not having advertising. <laughs> so, um, uh, they had to fly back. Here you go. Yeah, six thousand mile round trip. They flew back from New York to re-record the version with Cherry Cola. <laughs> So it could be played on the radio. Which gave Coke an idea to release some Cherry Cola. (laughs) (laughs) But imagine nowadays having to do a 6,000 mile trip to re-record one word. Yeah. Weird how Yankovic covered it. When the Beatles are releasing songs with dead people in using AI. (laughs) And back in the day... (laughs) Yeah. The kinks were flying <laughs> 6,000 miles because there was no possible way of them recording it and transferring <laughs> said recording from New York yeah. to London. You have to send the, the reels over on a boat. Yeah. 1970, that's kind of a great song. We used to know this character called Michael McGrath. He used to hound the group a bit because of being called the Kinks. Did attract these sort of people. 
He used to come down to the top of the pops and was a publicist for John Stevens Group shop in Canterbury Street. He used to have this place in Earl's Court and he used to invite me and all the drag queen acts into the transsexual pubs. They were like secret clubs and that's where Ray got the idea for Lola. Yeah, this this would be issues. There'd be issues with this releasing this now. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but no. because people are thick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're not <laughs> off topic. We mentioned Joe Barton. You're not on X anymore. No, no. You've but I'm aware of what he's been up to. Today's things. No. Saying that he's um, going to transition to be a woman to play in the WSL. He can do it for a year without having to have the operation. Yeah. He can legally be classed as a woman. And he's going to try and find a WSL club. Well, none of them will touch him. No, exactly. <laughs> he's created a Josephine Barton Twitter account. Is he okay? <laughs> no, he's, no not. he's not okay, is he? No. Like. No. <laughs> someone, off the like, deep end, doesn't he? Completely. But, like, someone needs to be checking. This is like. This yeah. is like when Gaza turned up at Realm with a fishing rod. Yeah. Like, someone needs to be being like, mate. <laughs> Yeah, You're, something's wrong. Let's talk about it. Yeah, he's just released a new podcast. It's only on YouTube. Is it? Because it is. Yeah. <laughs> Until it's on Rumble or whatever that fucking <laughs> thing. That uh... this is my next track. This is "Peace of Mind" by Boston. I didn't go for more than a feeling. Nah, that's too overplayed. This is cracking. I was going to go for um, "Foreplay Long Time," which is the track before this. It's got like a seven-minute guitar solo. So I thought, no, better not. <laughs> This is just a great, proper, like, big rock song. Uh, but yeah, Joey Barton has gone from this one. <laughs> Absolutely. Mate, come on. Like, yeah. I was, like, it's not surprising behaviour from someone who wants to put a cigar out in someone's eye. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And he's been in prison himself. Yeah, but. Yeah. Someone needs to be having a word. Yeah, absolutely. So this is from the album Boston, which has got more than a feeling on it. The first four songs on this album, yeah, I would put them up there with any sort of rock album. They're so good. I mean, even oh, five, five and six as well. It's just a great album, this. 1976. Eight songs, 37 minutes. Big fans of UFOs, apparently. <laughs> the Arena Rock Band. Which I guess this music yeah, is. Yeah, I was just about to rock. say, it's classic rock and it's, it's, but it's, it's, yeah, it's taking classic rock somewhere slightly new. Yeah. And it is that sort of stadium rock. What? Oh, why is cool? Why is cool the engines? What's happened to cool the engines? Yeah. Let's have a look for Boston on Wikipedia. There's a lot of Boston things on Wikipedia. Yeah, never going to go well, was it? (laughs) Boston band. There you go. 1975. A lot of members again. To present, obviously. Jesus. A lot of past members. Even the current band, there's seven of them currently. Yeah, but two of them don't have Wikipedia pages. 
Curly Smith, poor Curly. Hard Rock, Arena Rock. I don't know if it's Hard Rock. 13 previous members. <laughs> to go with the seven current members. It's nice to see that they are, did originate in, in Boston, though. Yeah. I'd have some questions if they hadn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be the Steve Miller band all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking hair. Cracking mid 70s hair on them in the Wikipedia articles. Um. Boston were the first band in history to make their New York City debut at Madison Square Garden. You know. Fair play. Open for Black Sabbath, Blue That just suggests. No, 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 not fair play. I'll tell you why. That just suggests they're lazy. Because <laughs> Boston and New York, they're not far apart. No. So that means at no point in their earlier career did they think, we'll get in a van and we'll go play some. We'll go play in New York. No. They were like, it's we're Madison, doing this here. It's Madison Square Garden or nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I like that outlook. Do it. Go big or go home. Fuck okay. <laughs> it. Doesn't really give you a second this song. It's all. It's <laughs> very much all or nothing again. Just love that riff. Do you know what I'd say about that riff? From someone who I think is hearing this song for the first time. Yeah. It's quite a distinctive riff. Yeah. As in, if you played me that riff and went. Name the band. Yeah. It might have been like, sounds very more than a feeling, eh? Yeah. They have a, they they have a sound. They have a sound. Yeah, definitely. I'm always mesmerised by watching guitarists that... It's it's a skill I've never... I've tried to play before and I just cannot do it. My brain doesn't work. One hand or the other, not guitar. both hands. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just watching guitarists, I just find it mesmerising. Yeah. Those ones I don't use a pick as well. I could strum. I can do a strum. Yeah. <laughs> How about we have a nice little strum? <laughs> Speaking of guitarists. That is some power chords right there. Iconic. Is there a more iconic riff? Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Been going on much longer than you think. Yeah. Think of them as an 80s band. They had a separate era as well. Do you know what they are? They've, 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 they've got a very much very much got that pulp effect where you're like, what do you mean pulp were going on that long? <laughs> pulp are a 90s band and they're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, ACDC, they're an 80s band. No. No, they've been going for a long time. i got some news for you, yeah. son. Early 70s, really. 73. Because they had the Bon Scott era, who was the original lead singer. He died. How did he die? I can't remember now. Going there somewhere. He's got a statue of him in Australia. That's cool. Um, but yeah, he obviously he died. And then Brian Johnson joins. And that's when Back in the Black becomes... He's the singer on this album. Yeah. Hell of a voice. And Angus Young on guitar, like... Why is he dressing up as a schoolboy, though? Still. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It is odd. <laughs> but it's iconic, isn't it? Like, he's... Checking his mates with Pete Townsend. 
And I more mean that like Pete Townsend would enjoy him dressing up. I'm not suggesting anything, Angus. <laughs> it's got photos. Angus, I reckon you're a, <laughs> an outstanding member of society. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Although you were a rock star in the 70s, you've almost definitely committed some crimes. Let's have a look at his Wikipedia page. Um, There's no legal issues page, so that's good. <laughs> so, I'm going to go back to making some of my points about, about them being massive nerds. Yeah. And... You know how people always talk. You hear people talk about how comedy writers are massive nerds. So that's why when you watch like those comedies and like they're always like, "Oh, why is the woman doing?" That? And you're like, "That's because the massive nerd wants to see the boobs." Yeah. <laughs> um. Classic rock is uh, absolutely crawling with massive nerds doing similar things. Black in Black has a at the album. Yeah. Has a song called Let Me Put My Love Into You. <laughs> it's not even <laughs> Yeah. It's not even clever, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very on the nose, it's very much And that's why I also got rid of another prime example of someone but, but Aerosmith. Got Love in an Elevator. Love in an elevator, yeah. <laughs> It, so I can't remember what was it Loving and Loving something getting up because I'm going down yep yeah massive massive nerds like what if we just sing about sex <laughs> and then giggling <laughs> we sing about sex but with a really hard guitar riff behind it and then I'm going to giggle <laughs> there's a, there is a paragraph here that disturbed me so they toured in 2014 yeah. After which Malcolm uh, Young du- uh, retired. Yeah. Brian Johnson pulled out because of hearing loss. Yeah. And Axel Rose stepped in as the frontman for the remainder of the year's dates. That cannot have been good. <laughs> it definitely wasn't punctual. That mu- <laughs> That would have been fucking dreadful because that man cannot <laughs> sing anymore. God almighty. Would you be you'd be asking for your money back before you'd even turned up? You'd be oh, like, "I'm yeah. not going. I no. want my money back." If there's no Brian Johnson, then yeah, he is the voice of, uh, of ACDC. Yeah, right. You'll know this without knowing this. I don't know this. You do. This is Jessica Body Almond Brothers Band. Now, if you ever watched Top Gear, this is the Top Gear theme tune. So, so it's another it's another driving song. Yes. Oh, this is all over those classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they called? What are, where are they called? What driving song? Yeah, driving music. There's the albums, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's what I call driving. <laughs> I bet that's on. <laughs> now that's what I call. Type it in. Search Google instead of Wikipedia. Yeah. Now that's what I call driving rock. Yeah, loads of them. No, that's what I call dad rock. <laughs> well, the, the, here we go. There we go. Drive so what have we got? Right. There's 40, 40 tracks on this. More than a feeling. Yeah. Should I stay or should I go? Mr. Brightside? Breakfast at Tiffany's? No. What? America by Razorlight? No. This is this. Don't Fear the Reaper? Absolutely. Black Bay. Yeah. Walk, walk this way. It's got Run DMC on it. Poison, smooth criminal. Mm. Hmm. Maybe they just have to try and spread their demographic. 
Yeah, Nickelback can make it though. White Snake, of course. <laughs> Mike and the Mechanics, Rainbow. Yeah, Share. That's getting skipped by dads on the road trip. <laughs> if I could turn <laughs> back. To- <laughs> I fast forward on this tape. <laughs> Yeah, that's not a good one. It's the final <laughs> Genesis, obviously. All right now, baby. That's what I call driving rock. That is that, isn't it? You can buy it on Amazon. Four eighty nine on eBay. And postage, eh? Banging. Thirty four have already been sold. Uh, so this is the entire instrumental song, by the way. And it's just this. It's quite nice, but. Yeah, it's fine. Just sort of get back going towards the second half of the track. This is the Almond Brothers band, and there are Almond Brothers. In okay, this. okay, I was just about to ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of previous members again. <laughs> Not still going actually. Nineteen seventy-four. No, of course they're not still going. That photo looked like it was taken on Frontier Times. Yeah. Look at those hats. I mean, the like Brothers they were, is dead as well. So They look like they were part of the gold rush. <laughs> <laughs> that photo looked like it was taken with one of those things, you know, where they held them and then the light and it would yeah. go flash. Yeah, the bulb explodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they started in 1969 they broke up in 1982 because of personal differences. I mean, just stick with it at that point, really. What's the point? Uh, it depends. Have you made your money? Yeah. I don't imagine they did much past first reunion, second reunion, later years. Think of all that sweet, sweet Top Gear money they made. Well, yeah, exactly. The residuals, they did like 11 series of that, so... 11? Yeah. Try again, mate. Probably more, yeah. Like 30? Really? And also, it syndicated worldwide. Top Gear was massive. Yeah. Yeah. Until Paddy McGuinness got involved. Yeah, sort of classic Top Gear. (laughs) Yeah. When they replaced Clarkson with Chris Evans, everyone didn't sort of carry on watching it after that. No. <laughs> and then Jerry from Friends appeared on it. Yeah. And then Freddie turned off. Yeah. Yeah. Paddy <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, this is nice. We don't need another four minutes of this. No. Uh, let's go for some more Led Zeppelin. John Bonham at his best. Absolutely thumping the shit out of them drums. This is great, this is. Turn this up. This is just full on classic blues rock. Yeah. Turn this up as soon as Robert starts singing. Bad way to intro a song, is it? That just straight into it. Huh? This is Led Zeppelin five, four, four. I don't know. Remember Come on, going to California. This is great. All their albums are great, really. There's not really a, a weak one. It just depends what you're after. I'm very much in the one to four camp, though. Yeah. And then I told you I'm a big physical graffiti. Physical fan. graffiti. Yeah. But if I'm looking at listening to just. It was the first four that I was into when I was like 15, 16. 
So cashmere often. And like you said, like one, two, three, and four give you all of them give you something slightly different. Yeah. Like three is more acoustic-y, softer. One is really sort of fast rock, really. Yeah. Quick rock for Zeppelin, but it just shows their entire range. Those first four albums, definitely. Going to California, this is an absolute beautiful song as well. And obviously, Stereo Temple, like, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> just going to turn this up, just because it's just so fucking good. <laughs> Seventy-one. This game, sixteen tracks. It was a oh, that's a double edition. Um, and what's tracks. interesting is that you say that, but this came out in nineteen seventy-one. I'm fairly sure Led Zeppelin One comes out in nineteen sixty-eight. Price prolific. Yeah, absolutely. Been a way to scroll down this, isn't it? Sixty-nine. Wow. One. Two in sixty-nine. <laughs> Three in seventy. Four in seventy-one. Jesus. That was the holy seventy-three. So they did nothing in seventy-two. Fucking no. lazy. And they had two more years off for physical graffiti. Lazy again. <laughs> I've never heard of presents, is never. Seventy-six. Song remains the same. You're going to need to your toes here. It's coming to an end. What have you got for song nine? Just let, let John let John have his moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should have got should have gone with Moby Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of Aussie. Crazy train. I unapologetically love Ozzy Osbourne. See, I think that the... I've always felt that the gimmick was ahead of the music. You reckon? Yeah. The early stuff, this, with Randy Rhodes on guitar... I mean, that riff... incredible. I'm not arguing with the riff. He was... He sadly died very, very young as well. I want to say in a car crash. Crazy, eh? Might be even worse than that. 25 years old, Randy Rose died, who is the guitarist right now. Yeah, bus, <coughs> bus crash. <coughs> the last thing Rhodes said to Ozzy Osbourne is you'll kill yourself, you know, one of these days. <laughs> Christ. That's the kind of thing I'd say to those people I see you doing that, doing that, those parkour videos. Yeah. But they would kill themselves, and yeah. they, I wouldn't feel guilty about it for a second. Yes. Yeah. Everything they did had a margin of error of zero. Ozzy <laughs> <laughs> became a bit of a joke figure. Didn't yeah. He? Later on. And before, the, I think even before, like, what when when are we saying he became a joke figure? Like, when MTV, the Osbournes, yeah, like the, the Osbournes, Shannon, yeah, 
but he already had that sort of I don't know. It felt like a lot of stuff that he was doing was like performative, like yeah. the, the biting the head off. Like he, he was famous. Essentially, yeah. You couldn't read an article in a tabloid newspaper that didn't that wouldn't or the second line wouldn't be about how he bit yeah. the, bit the head off a bat. <laughs> yeah. I love his early solo stuff and Black Sabbath, of course. Are, monster rock band I mean the fact he's not dead yet as well <laughs> yeah it is impressive what is he now 75 5 kids only 2 of which are living for his fame did you ever watch the Osbournes yeah yeah I did yeah because <laughs> there's the 3 of them right there was Jack Kelly and Amy, and Amy was the one who didn't want who was yeah. didn't want to be in it, so she was pixelated. Yeah, just made him look like a shuffling idiot. I think. Most yeah. Of it. It, it seemed very much like a vehicle to get make Sharon Osbourne sort of a TV person and get their kids some fame. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Kelly did quite well out of it. Yeah, she had a proper career, right? Career, like, and she got into, like, the fashion world. She was on, like, Fashion Police, and yeah. she used to do, like, um... She's a fashion designer now, apparently. She used to do red carpet stuff yeah. for, like, award shows. Um, obviously, it does have very strong, sort of, that extras joke of Jay Jagger. I wonder how she got her big break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack Osmond's got four children. Crikey. Two wives as well. Yeah. One of them is only just married. Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, it looks like it could be an IT there. <laughs> no offence, Rob, but he looks like he could work with you. He just did a lot of sort of weird things, didn't he? TV shows that weren't really that great. I think also, didn't he have some problems? Like, to be fair to him, he had some substance issues as well, right? Yes, he did. Multiple sclerosis as well. Oh, that's not fun. Mm. Relapsing, remitting, blindness in one eye, numb in both legs. No problem with his bladder, bowel, and stomach. Christ. That was crazy train. Your last track, Adam. Well, we've learned something today, haven't we? But we <laughs> I might have accidentally put two eyes from the same. Small Faces were the best English band never to hit big in America. Hmm. Were they? So this is Ichiku Park. But in England, Small Faces were one of the most extraordinarily unsuccessful bands of the mid-60s, serious competitors to The Who and potential rivals to The Rolling Stones. So I'm confused as to the timelines then. Yeah. As to what well, between the faces and the small. When do the small yeah. faces become big faces? English <laughs> rock by 1967. So there were small faces from 65 to 69. And then Marriott left 
Steve Merritt, who's the lead singer and main guitarist, left to form Humble Pie. And then the three remaining members became Rod Stewart's backing band, basically. And I did Ronnie Wood, right? Uh, yeah, collaborated with Ronnie Wood, <laughs> Rod Stewart. Yeah. I love the idea of, like, what should we name ourselves? We'll just drop the small then, shall we? <laughs> yeah. It's a real dig to um, to Marriott as well, because it suggests that he's the small one. Yes. <laughs> We're bigger now. Yeah. So they had a member of the band, Rick Willis, who was also part of, part of Foreigner later on. So, I mean, they're all over the place, yeah. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2012. It's just a very 60s song. It just yeah. has a nice vibe. I just enjoy it. Yeah. It always reminds me of uh, like Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. It's got a bit of that in there, I think. Controversy and criticism about the Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's got the Monkeys, Dolly Parton and Dave Clark Five. Why is that? Well, you know the Monkeys didn't write their own songs. <laughs> Or play their own instruments. <laughs> the monkeys weren't about the music march. <laughs> about rebellion. Great song. What you're rounding us off with? A bit of Toto, but not what you would think. The wrong one. <laughs> oh, it's the best song. Or the wrong two. This is more in the sort of the mould of Boston and that sort of rock. This is Hold the Line. They're an odd looking group, aren't they? I just don't think of Toto as an Africa band in the. Um, Africa band. As a rock band. Because of Africa. Because of Africa. Yeah. But then where, what do you class Af- Africa as? Toto, American rock band. 1977. Still going. They have that feel of being in some of these American rock bands, and there's another band that has the absolute ah banger of a single. But to me, because of that just give me this sort of novelty feeling. Yeah, and that's Journey. Yes. Yeah. Journey, Foreigner, bands like that. And I had, for a brief second, I had more than a feeling on my list. And I was like, nah, what are you doing, Adam? Come on. <laughs> so I do like all that sort of stuff, though. I can listen to Foreigner or Chicago or Journey and bands like that. They've got a massive Wikipedia page, Toto. I mean, more than I deserve, I'll be honest. <laughs> more than I deserve. <laughs> Harsh. Do we need all these eras? <laughs> Their first hiatus came in 2008, apparently. At what point, uh, how many hiatuses can you have until you just become flaky? Yeah. Like, you can't just be like, oh, we have multiple. No, 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 you're just flaky. <laughs> it's a nice, yeah. It's like piano all over it. But it's just in that, this is just in that bad realm of me, of sort of whatever, that stadium rocky sort of. Yeah, this design is exactly for stadium rock, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Big guitar solo. Imagine a guy with big hair. Yeah. Still at the front playing guitar solo. Covered by Chesney Hawks. Pretty <laughs> good actually. Not that anyone's going to see Chesney Hawks for a cover. <laughs> so on to our album mentions. Just before we get there, though, you're looking at the where you're you looking for the, uh, the track you're picking for mine. Do you think? 
We're discounting Pink Floyd. It's hard right? yeah. because <laughs> I don't. I don't see a lot of places to go. Yeah. I'm torn. I'm torn between two. So I'll, I'll let you pick, but it's between the two. Okay. Do you want Fleetwood Mac? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do you want Slade? Oh, I'm going to have a bit of Fleetwood Mac, I think. I do love that Slade track, but <laughs> I think I prefer the Oasis version. <laughs> I don't know what to go with yours either. I think, oh, actually I do. I'm going to go with some um, Rolling Stones. Oh, yes. Get that on there. Do, 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 do. Love isn't always on time. Put them on that playlist right now while this finishes up. Just a nice strong riff though in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just imagining big ridiculous guitars, flying V's, <laughs> bad pyro. Oh, absolutely flying V's. Bad pyro. <laughs> yeah, flying V's are all over this. Good night, Sprinton. There will be no encore. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> let's go to your honourable mention. Bit of Spinal Tap. It's a bit of Spinal Tap. And this is the exact sort of um, parody of the nerdy, <laughs> yeah. horny rock star. Yeah. So this song is called Big Bottom and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Not that any of the Spinal Tap songs aren't ridiculous. Yeah. If you haven't seen the movie, pause the... There's not yeah, long left, I but mean, pause. Go and watch on. it now. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Sex farm. Yeah. <laughs> tonight I'm going to rock you tonight. <laughs> Nineteen eighty four, Spinal Tap. Just the one of them. Yeah. Listen, album too fast. Yeah, yeah, I saw that when I was looking for this song. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> Funky sex song. <laughs> Flesh tuxedo, pink torpedo. <laughs> Brilliant. Talk about bum cakes, my girl's got them. <laughs> Here we go, now it's called Craig David. <laughs> my gun's loaded and she's in my sight. watch this when I get home <laughs> Nikki hates it but she hates it <laughs> yeah it's just not her kind of humour at all oh <laughs> it's so good Nikki come on <laughs> just Davidson Hubbins <laughs> it just has so much iconic <laughs> the the <laughs> It's just so... David Sohavins is just an excellent character. Yeah. Just the bit with the amps is obviously iconic. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's aware of the... Why don't you just make... Uh, why don't you just make ten... <laughs> ten louder and make ten the loudest. <laughs> These amps go to eleven. <laughs> but 
I think I actually prefer the bit where um, at the very end of the film he asks him what he'd do if he hadn't been in Spinal Tap and he starts role playing what he'd be like if he worked in a haberdashery. <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, it's got to be streaming somewhere. Right? I've got to find. I'm going to find it. And I have it. If it's not, I'm buying it. Yeah. Amazon is about to make some sweet, sweet money out of me. That's superb. What's what's? We don't need more of it. No. We've actually got to the towards the end of it. My honourable mention is Aerosmith. Ugh, dream on. It's obviously covered by um, Eminem. Well, covered, I sampled. think that they're just a massively overrated band. I like this era of Aerosmith, the proper rock band Aerosmith, and then they became very, very poppy and very, very. Uh, so what all constitutes? Uh, so. What like, constitutes the proper rock that I'm going to know? So I know Dream On, I know Walk This Way. Is Walk This Way part of it? Yeah, but that's not the Run DMC, that's no. just their version. So the Run DMC version's better. Have you heard Sweet Emotion? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. It, stuff like this, Crazy Crying. Well, that dude looks like a lady. Amazing. That is all very, very commercial rock. Let's just get songs to the top of the charts. Or for, Where's yeah. Dude Looks Like a Lady? So Dude Looks Like a Lady is a no. No, not for me. Love no. It in Elevator? No. Anything... Post. Let's have a look. We're gonna have so many albums on. So permanent vacation was eighty-seven. That's got to do just like a lady. That's... What about if you change your? In- what I want is I want a gig. <laughs> <laughs> what I want is I'd love to hug and kiss you. Ah, now everyone can enjoy it. <laughs> I think they you know, stop being a. Rock, rock band in '77, and then carry on from the through the '80s and the '90s. '87 is permanent vacation. That's got dude looks like a lady, and then what is the album called? Get a grip. That is the most. I always talk about Kings of Leon selling out and becoming a stadium rock band. This is. <laughs> That's their version of it. I watched a twenty-minute YouTube video about about um, Kings of Leon selling out. <laughs> Sometimes I don't make good decisions. <laughs> but yeah, that's my uh, honourable mention. Just to get a bit of them in there. So that was your podcast for January. We will be back next month with another pod. Got some sort of plans, and we've got a rough outline of. Where we're going? For yeah, year. but once we press stop record, I've got an idea for next one to change. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we're trying to be. We're going to release every third Wednesday of every month um, to coincide with the quiz that we go to, which we actually won in December. And because we're such good guys, we donated our money to charity. Our winnings. <laughs> Ross donated our money for us to charity. <laughs> Not everyone was part of that decision making process. <laughs> The charity no, were I there just, with I, their kids. I, I, I jest. <laughs> we could have been the ultimate heels and just taken the money. <laughs> Chucked a fiver at them and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that is the uh, it's Katie's Music Quiz. If you live in the Gosport or Ferrum area, try and get a table. It's good fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be back in February with another podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and do all that sort of stuff. You've already found us, so you probably subscribe. But if not, leave us a little review. Can you review things on Spotify? You can give it a rating, I think. Or a tick, maybe just a 
Maybe it's just a, a, a YouTube fun, thumbs up situation. Yeah, I don't know what you can do on. Well, there's five stars there, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. What, four people? Four of them, eh? Nice. Good lads. One of them's, One of them's not even me, so. One's Ali. Definitely. I'm going to make it five. <laughs> Live reviewing. Oh, yeah, we'll be back next month. Until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Adam. Bye. We'll see you next time. Sing with us, sing for the year, sing for